Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I'd like to read a scripture before I preach. The message. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. God told me to read this scripture this Sunday. Exodus 15, 26. And said, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His sight, if is a condition, give ear to His commandments, or pay attention to His commandments, and keep all His statutes. I will put none of the diseases on you, which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. This scripture tells us, as a pastor, I have a burden for the members of the church to be prosperous, successful, and healthy, and strong. And this scripture says that one of the ways that we can keep ourselves healthy and strong, prosperous, is to heed the voice of the Lord our God. We need to listen to the Holy Spirit. And we make sure that we do everything right in His eyes. We need to discover what is right, and we don't want to do what is wrong in His eyes. Give ears to His commandments. Thank God for the technology. We have CD, podcast, YouTube, all kind of things. We have the Bible now on the telephone. You have no excuse that you cannot read the Bible anymore. You can give ears to listen and read the command of God. And keep all His statutes. Then I will put none of the diseases. In other words, this is the key to stay healthy all the days of your life. You know, as a medical doctor, I have the mentality toward the church member like this. I see that in this world there are sicknesses, diseases, attacks, curses, demons are real, the devil is real, bad people around us, they want to destroy us and attack us everywhere. We are in the world that is full of evil. I feel convicted in my heart as a pastor. My mentality is this. I'm going to make my members by the Holy Spirit to be strong martial arts soldier, to fight against what is wrong in this world. Therefore, I will not play around on the pulpit to say something to tickle your ear because my job is to make you strong so that you get ready to fight the enemy. You have to be strong to be able to knock down, heal the sick, stay healthy, be prosperous and successful. Therefore, our teaching style is more like training you, getting you ready to be a martial art, spiritual martial art fighter. Okay? That's my goal, is to make you strong that you can fight the battle and win every single time. I just want to 
let you know my heart attitude, my desire for the members, and that's why every Sunday we try to teach you something and to make sure that you understand the word of God. Matthew chapter two seven to eleven. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. We are in the Christmas season. I want to read this scripture. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, "Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also." When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child, which means Jesus, was. And then they saw the star. They rejoiced. Everyone say rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. Not just a little bit. Great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. Everyone say worship. When this wise man met. Jesus Christ, the first time, the first thing they did, they bowed down to the ground and worshipped the Son of the Living God. How many people remember the story of Noah? After Noah came out from the boat, from the ark, when the flood it was done, what was the first thing he did? The Bible says the first thing he did was to build an altar, gave offering, animal offering, and worship the Lord. My dear brothers and sisters, the wise men had opened their treasures and they presented gift to him. They worshiped God not only by their posture, by their mouth, but by their substances: gold, frankincense, and myrrh. As believers, we need to learn how to worship the Lord in the right way. Worship is so important in the eyes of God. The people in the Old Testament and New Testament time then knew how to worship. They realized the importance of worship. Worship will open heaven, and it will bring grace and favor to your life. The Bible says, "God give grace to the humble." Worship is the way to show humility toward the Lord. Today, I will continue to teach you about worship because worship is so important. You know, we talk about Christmas. We talk about gift. We buy gift. We give to people. But one of the subject about Christmas is how to do what the wise men did. That is how to worship the Lord. Amen. We come on the first day of the week, Sunday. It's like Noah came out from the boat, from the ark, and then the first thing he did, worship God. We start Sunday, the first day of the week, with worshiping the Lord together. John chapter four, verses twenty-three to twenty-four. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers. Will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers. Everyone say worshippers. The Bible talk about worshippers. Do you want to be worshippers? 
I want to be worshippers. The Father seeks. God is spirit, and His worshippers must worship in spirit and in truth. I want God to look at me as a worshipper, and the Bible says God is seeking worshippers. Will you seek something that is not important to you? You will not because you have limited time. You have only 24 hours a day. When you want to buy something important, you search in the internet. You get into Google. Maybe you go to the shopping mall and walk around looking for the thing that you are seeking because it's so important to you. When God says, I seek worshippers, he means that worship is so important to God. It's so important he was seeking who is a worshiper on earth here. I pay attention to those people. I will listen to their prayer. I will answer their prayer. God is looking for worshipers. He's seeking. It's so important to him. Worship is important in the eyes of God. So if you want God to seek you and find you, you need to be true worshipers. In fact, worship is not an option. Worship, praise and worship is a must. It's a command of God. And it brings benefit to us. In the last session of this teaching, I'm going to tell you the benefits of worship. But now I'm going to try to lay down foundation about how to praise and worship God. Psalm chapter 29, verse 2. This is a command. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of His holiness. Is this a command? He commanded that we need to ascribe His glory, His wonderful character. And we should worship Him in the splendor of His holiness. Psalm 95, verses 6 to 7. Come, come, let us bow down in worship. King David said, come together. Let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For He is our God. And we are the people of His pasture, the flock under His care. God takes care of us every day. God looks after us. He is our shepherd. We should come to Him and worship Him and let Him know, I appreciate you so much. You take care of me. My heart's still pumping. I still can breathe. I can still go to work. My legs are still working. My hands are still moving. I can still see. Thank God. I live by your grace. I want to thank you so much. I want to thank you, Lord, that I'm still alive today. I have great friends in the church. I have the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I have the Bible to read. It's so wonderful. You are my shepherd. You take care of me. You protect me so many times in my life. We need to have that attitude. We worship our God. We praise our shepherd. Worship is the way to honor God. In Psalm chapter 50, verse 23, He who sacrifices thanks offering honors me. He prepares the way so that I may show him the salvation of God. My dear brother, sister, when you worship God, you honor God. How many people in this room 
will give favor to people when they honor you. How many people? When people honor you, you want to give them some more favor. Is that correct? So the same thing when you honor God, you worship God. God look from heaven. I like to give him favor. People who are rude, disrespectful, and lack of understanding of honor don't get much favor from people. But when you honor other people, you receive more favor. You honor everybody, and the person that you should honor the most in your life, the one who owns the heavens and the earth, the El Shaddai, the God of more than enough, the Almighty God who hung the stars in the sky, the one who split the Red Sea for the children of Israel, the one who pulled wall, the walls of Jericho down, the wonderful God. He is Jehovah Jireh, the provider of your life. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is your healer. He is the Almighty God that you should honor the most. He is the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. He is the one who will give you the desire of your heart. He is the good God. We should honor Him. And if you are that kind of Christian who prepared the way to honor Him, you will receive. The salvation from the Lord. You're gonna see supernatural victory in your life. God gonna open the door for you to enter in into the victory because you are the worshippers, like King David. You notice that King David, everywhere he went, he got victory. He got victory because King David was a great worshipper. He loved to worship the Lord. Prepare the way so that God may show. You, the salvation of heaven, amen? amen. We need to prepare every Sunday morning. I woke up and I prepare everything. I dress up. I want to come to church. I get my checkbook out. I wrote my tithe and offering. Put in my pocket. I'm ready to worship God. I prepare the way. I get ready to go to the car this morning. I find out that Pastor Dar's car is not around. Because somebody else is using it, so I go to my car to clean up my car so that my wife and my son can get into the car, ready to come to church, get everything prepared to worship the Lord today. Amen. We get everything ready. Hallelujah. Psalm chapter ninety-six, verse four: The Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. God is so great. He is greatly to be praised. How many of you? Sometimes you look at the nature, and you look at the mountains. You look at the things around you. Look at the Mount Rainier. Look at the big ocean, and you see, wow! I'm so little. I'm so small compared to the creation of God. You look at the universe. It's so big. He's he is such a great and big God. You know, I love. To see nature, I love to see ocean. That's why I like to go to Hawaii. I love to see nature. One time, I was standing on the mountain called Jungfaujok in Switzerland, and I looked through the window. I like to show you the picture. The window to see that mountain, 
Can you show that picture, the mountain picture? Wow, this is in Switzerland. The beautiful mountains that God created. His great God. Look at another picture. That is on the top of the mountain in Switzerland. When I look at His creation, I was thinking, my God is a great God. He deserves my worship. You need to look at God that way. He's a big and great almighty God. He created the universe. Amen? He deserves our hand to be lifted up. He deserves the best from our life. He is the great almighty God. Psalm 99 verse 2. The Lord is great in Zion, and He is high above all the people. He is higher than anything on earth. Psalm 34 verse 8. Oh, test and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him. We worship the Lord because He is a good God. Have you ever sat down and looked back in your life that how God was good to you? I always like to do that. I always think, wow, God is so good to me. When I was 14 years old, a lady walked by my house, and I was not a good-looking guy, a small guy, but that lady chose me, and she's still with me to today. And I married the right woman. She is a great wife. I look back, God was good to me even when I was not a believer. I was only 14. He brought Pasada to my life. I look back. Wow. In my generation, the Vietnam War just finished. The American Medical Society closed the door for the foreign doctor to come to America for training. It's so impossible for me to come to the U.S. to be trained to be a neurosurgeon. But he is good to me. God opened the door for this man to come to one of the most prestigious universities in America, University of Washington. And God twisted the arm of the professor to accept me into the program. And I finished the training and got a good job. God is so good to me. Have you ever thought about the goodness of God? You don't deserve it, but God is so good. That's why we experience, we taste and see the goodness of God, and we say, thank you, God. I loved you. I want to honor you. You're so good to me. I don't deserve your goodness. When we worship God, we come with the attitude, God, I don't deserve all these good things, but you are so merciful to me. You're so gracious to me. Whatever I can do to give you glory and honor, I will do it for you. Amen? Amen. We should be that way, because He is so good to us. Psalm 103, verses 1 to 3. Bless the Lord. Look at how King David say here. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Everything in my life, I want to bless God. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Don't forget the benefits that God has given to you. Remember what God has done for you in the past years, in the past week, 
in the past month, don't forget the benefit that God has given to you. Who forgive all your iniquities? Thank God. We were sinners. We make so many mistakes, but God forgave our sins. Who heals all your diseases? Praise God, He heals my diseases. Amen. How many people has been healed by God in the past? Raise your hand up. Supernaturally, get healed by God. I believe God is still in the healing business today. God heal our sickness. God heals my allergy. I have hay fever. One second is gone. I suffer from eczema of my hand for many years. I keep praying and praying, and suddenly one day, eczema was gone by the power of God. Now I'm so happy. No more pain and suffering. No more redness on my hand anymore. God is so good. Every time I think about, it, He heals my hand from eczema. I say, God, I want to live a life that honor You. You are so good to me. You forgive me. You benefit me so much. I want to love you and worship you. Hallelujah. Psalm 107, verse 21. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Has God done wonderful works in your life? Has God used you to do wonderful things? Yes. Every time I heard about the wonderful things that God has done, I just thank God and worship God. I just went to Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. I know this family for almost 15 years now. The dad named Elmer and the wife named Flor. They moved from Philippines. They came to Arizona. No money, nothing. They were in financial difficulties, but even that, they started a church in Arizona. And they faithfully served the Lord in this church from the scratch, from zero ground. The whole family is a believer. And they were in the shaky house, trying to build a business. Very difficult. And I went back this time, I walked into their new home. Big home. Nice. Wow. 70 degree outside, sunshine. I was thinking in my heart, maybe I should buy a house there. Maybe I should be a snowbird. I lived there for three months during winter. Maybe I can buy the house next door to them. Very beautiful land, beautiful village, beautiful house. I walked in and I was in awe. This family came into America with nothing. Served God faithfully all these 15 years. Never quit. Never gave up. Just keep running the church. The daughter is a pastor. The dad and mom serve the daughter who is a pastor. It's a very interesting situation. All the family serve the younger daughter who is a preacher in that church. God bless his business. Now he has business all over many places. Money come in. And when I look at the grace of God in their life, that house, the father looks so good. He looks so healthy. The wife looks so good. Everybody in the house looks so awesome, glorious, because they serve God. And I say, God, 
You are such a good God. You have done wonderful things to this family, the whole family. And I know God is good. And they all worshipers. The daughter who is a pastor play piano. The mom lead worship, and the other brother play drum. Everybody serve God in that small church. Wow, it's so wonderful to see. The goodness of God in their life. They're so faithful in serving the Lord in the church. Amen. God is so good. You look at other people's life. You see the goodness of God. Every time I saw one of our brothers here, his name is Stan Lander. Every time I saw him sitting in the sanctuary, I say, God, you're such a good God. You gave him benefit. You healed his brain cancer. He's still sitting here today, more than a year now that God healed him. Praise God! Every time you look at the goodness of God, you say, "Thank you, Lord." Praise God! Amen. We should have that kind of attitude. Think about the benefit of the Lord. Psalm 135, verse 5. The Bible says, "For I know the Lord is great, and our Lord is above all gods." We are not worshiping little gods. We worship great. God, it is good to praise the Lord. Psalm 92 verses 1 to 2, and make music to Your name, O Most High, to proclaim Your love in the morning. We worship God in the morning, and Your faithfulness at night. We worship God all day long, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Everywhere we go, people will worship the Lord. They will see our life. We smile. You're happy. You boast about God, and people look at you. Wow, God must be good. Amen. This is the reason why I like to smile everywhere I go. I smile because I want people to see God in me. I'm happy. God is good to me. Why I have to have a long face? Why I need to look sad? I should be smiling, happy. Amen. Being joyful is the way to worship God. When people look at you, wow, he's so happy. His God must be good, amen. Being happy and smiling and and enjoying life is the way to show respect to God and show honor to God, amen. Again, God is the center of our worship. The Bible says, "Worshipper will worship the Father in spirit and in truth." What is the center of worship? Not the building. Not the name of the church, not the name of the pastor, not our own vision, not our ministry. The center of our worship is not even our worship team, not our drummer, not the musician, not the worship leader. We all come to worship God together. Amen. I believe we can dance to worship God, but if it's a dance to distract people, I don't want it. I want everyone. To really focus on God, God is our focus. God is our center of worship, not the dance, not anything moving around, not the big screen, not all the light. That is not. I, I tell you, I can worship God in a jungle. I don't need a worship team. I can sit there and sing song. I can worship, worship God in my car because the focus of my worship is not about entertainment. Any light or anything is me and him that I p 
praise Him and I love Him. Amen. Let me become Christian that way. That kind of Christian that we worship God because He is good to worship, not because we get entertained on the church and we then get pumped up to worship. No, you don't need to be pumped up. You just think about how good He is. No one has to pump you up. You just worship God already. Amen. Because you worship from, from the Spirit, in Spirit, and in truth, not from the outward uh, manipulation or outward entertainment to you. We need to worship from our spirit. Jeremiah 31, 31 to 34. The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel, with the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I make with their forefathers. When I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. No longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, because they will all know me. Everyone say, We all know God. From the least of them to the greatest, declare the Lord, for I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. My dear brothers and sisters, worship is about relationship with God, knowing God. My job as a pastor in this church is to help you to know your God, is to experience the reality of God. Because when you really know your God, when you are so full of the Holy Spirit, what happened? You want to worship Him. You worship Him because you know Him personally, not because somebody tells you to stand up and sing. You just come out from here. The law of God is in your heart. You know your sins are forgiven. You know God loves you. You have a personal relationship with Him. Experience His goodness and His mercy yourself. I want everybody to have that personal experience with God so that they will worship God out of the knowledge inside here. You know Him. How many people want to know God? I know God this year more than last year. Knowing God takes time. It takes time to know God. It, amen? It takes time. So, we need to pursue knowing God to worship Him. We don't just celebrate Christmas knowing the baby in the, in the manger. Yes, thank God that He was a baby. But now He's not a baby. Now Jesus is the King of all kings. He's the right hand of the Father. Jesus is the Master. He is your intercessor. You need to know Him. He is your healer. He is your Prince of Peace. He is your protector, your deliverer. He is your victory. He is everything. You need to know Him. And you worship Him out of the knowing who He is. Amen? It's very important to know the Lord. And... To worship Him doesn't depend on the place we worship. It can be anywhere, in your bedroom, in your kitchen, 
Jesus said this way. Jesus declared, John 4, 21 to 24. Believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritan worship what you do not know. Sometimes people worship not knowing what they're doing. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come. When the true worshiper will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. It doesn't matter where you worship. You can be in the plane. You can be in the bus. You can be in the top of the mountain. You can worship the Lord. Amen? You don't even need a worship team. You just praise Him. Talk to Him. Kneel down before Him. Lift your hand up and say how good He is to you. You can worship in anywhere in the world, in any place in the world, anytime while you are walking in the shopping mall looking for the gift for your wife, you still can worship Him. You say, thank God, Lord, I love you. Thank you so much that you sent my wife to me a few years ago. Thank you, Lord. You worship Him. Everywhere you go, you just say, thank you, Lord. Like what I say, I walk into that house of Elmer and Floor in Phoenix, when I walk in, I say, God, thank you so much. You're so good to this family. I'm so happy to see their prosperity, to see their success. They're so faithful to you so many years. I thank God right away when I walk in. I say, God, you're so good. Praise God. You worship Him everywhere. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, when you worship, you need to understand. Let me read one more scripture and make a conclusion. Isaiah 29, verse 13. The Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips. But their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is made up only of rules taught by men. My dear brother and sister, the most important thing in worship is your heart. What is in your heart here? Are you doing this to please people? You lift hand to just make sure that the pastor will not get mad at you. Or you sing song just to make sure that it suits the ear of people. Or you come up to the stage to lead worship is to show off that I can play music. God knows everything. The true worshipers will worship from the bottom of their heart from the sincerity of their heart. I appreciate God. I love my God. He's a good God. Amen? You are sincere to say you are good. You don't just say it with your lips, but it doesn't mean anything. You really mean what you say. You really sincerely say to God, He is almighty. He's a great God. Can we worship God that way? Should we worship God that way from now on? Amen? So, we're going to sing the Christmas song together one more time. Come all, all you faithful. And now when you sing, you sing with your heart that you worship Him. Amen? So, conclusion today. Jesus was born, and Jesus 
was worshipped by the wise men. Now we're going to be wise people to bring our worship to Him. But Jesus is not a baby anymore. He is the King of all kings, standing at the right hand of the Father. When I worship God, I always imagine see Father on the throne and see Jesus on the right hand. It's just my imagine. I never see Him with my own eyes, and I worship and sing to Him. The Father on the throne of heaven, and my Lord, my Savior Jesus at the right hand of the Father, and I tell Him from my mouth. I lift my hand toward Him, and worship Him. I don't care about the surrounding. I don't care about the light. I don't care about the carpet. I just keep my eyes on the Father, my Creator, and my Savior. The Lord Jesus Christ. Should we do that today? Should we practice that to worship the Lord together? Let us stand up and worship the Lord together. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, you're at the right hand of the Father. Close your eyes, lift up your hand, and see your God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, I read in the Bible when Abraham prayed for Abimelech. Abimelech and his family were healed, and they, they live longer. Oh Lord, when Jesus spoke for Lazarus to come out from the tomb, Lazarus was raised up. Lord, as a pastor of this church, I'm gonna do like Abraham right now. I pray that you will heal your people, touch your people, deliver your people in this house, bless them, keep them. You shine your faith upon them, and be gracious to them. You lift up your countenance upon them and give them peace, so that their children will lift up your name in their life, and you shall bless them, bless their children, grandchildren, to the thousand generations. Be healed, be blessed, in Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah! Enjoy the fellowship and the lunch time. How many people believe God is good to you? Amen. Hallelujah! Miracles, miracles. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.
Thank you.